Eddie Thompson came to Arvest Bank looking for a new checking account. Let's hear what happens. So, Eddie, that's my blue checking. With free blue checking, you get e-statements, access to our Arvest Go app. Wait, by free, you mean it's free for the first six months or something? No, no, it's actually free. But what about monthly fees? Nope, no monthly service fees. Wow, that's really... Helpful? Very helpful. Free yourself from monthly fees with free blue checking. Arvest Bank, ready to help. Alright folks, this is Jack Newtown here and we are live on the broadcast now. Just checking to make sure the mic is working. It's working fine. Thank y'all once again for, uh, for listening to the Jack Newtown. If you're on a speaker broadcast, you'll be able to listen to it live. Uh, under Gully Juice Radio, I believe it's speaker.com slash Gully Juice Radio. And you'll be able to listen to the broadcast live. Let me make sure um get my sound right. I think I, we got this. Let me kind of uh, lower the gain a little bit. There we go. Right there. Uh, we're going to lower the gain. Yeah, okay. This just a little tad there. And always, let me go ahead and see who else is listening. Ireland is listening um, to the Jack Newtown. Hong Kong, Netherlands, Colombia, Italy, Nambia, Ghana, Indonesia, France, Brazil, South Africa, Guyana, Canada, of course, the United States, of course, the good old USA. And uh, we are going to discuss a gentleman who has been in the NBA for about 12 seasons who is retired and his name is Kwame Brown and Kwame Brown was the number one draft pick during his time and he has had a successful career now some in the sports world have considered him as a bust which you are entitled to your opinion about Mr. Brown I don't think Mr. Brown really cares much but what got his attention is the death of Kobe Bryant and after the death of Kobe Bryant, because there are memes about him for a long time about his player playing like Kobe Bryant made um, what's um, 62 points and Kwame Brown only made one point. And those memes have been going around for years, of course. And people have been making fun of Mr. Brown and have been pointing out his record, you know, which were misdemeanors I mean it's just things happen unfortunately but it happens and I think he's had enough I think Mr. Brown has had enough with a lot of people out there that are talking just slamming him attacking him making fun of him because he was not the Kobe Bryant or he was not as stellar as Michael Jordan or any of those players that people worship and idolize and he decides to return fire. He decides to respond by going off of those out there who are beneath him. Basically, people who did not make it to the NBA, people who have not made nothing out of themselves, people who are counterproductive, people who are haters, people who are absolute abject losers in the American society as we speak today. And he decides to go ham on them, which... I do approve of his message. And we'll play that in a minute. Now, I will also give a notation to 
Tommy Sotomayor because he is the one that put a huge spotlight on this video because I would not have known this if Tommy Sotomayor put a spotlight. Now, this video's been out since, um, what, February 1st or January 3rd or something of that time. And Sotomayor, I guess someone, one of his uh, one of his fan supporters have sent him a video and then he decided to do a commentary on it. And therefore, that's where I learned that from because something is popped up on his live feed. And I'm like, hmm, what's going on here? And I heard that and I said, this, the guy is right on the money. Now, by him listening to him, there, obviously there was a lot of influential Tommy Sotomayorism, Tommyism uh, associated with um, his his speech. I guess you can call it speech. I guess it's his rant or speech. I would consider it a speech. If you're more at more or less, ask it. But Mr. Brown is right on the money. And he has been thinking like the rest of us. Um, I will say Tommy Sotomayor has brought a huge impact on a number of blacks who just pretty much had enough about niggas and nigger negresses. And you know what I'm talking about. The difference between blacks and niggas. First time felon. Yeah. You know, the Sarge brought yings in the room. Blacks and niggas. Yeah, there's a difference. And it's spreading. Now, some people may consider this as negative. Others consider this as positive reality, which it is a reality. Um, ever since 2006 until now, I speak of the same way. Now, could some of the words I say may have been influenced by Sotomayor? Yes. Yes, I'm not going to deny that. But did I start turning the leaf when he came along? No, I was doing this in 2006. Uh, I was in the newspaper talking about Obama's not going to help black people. And I said blacks and Latinos were running to the polls like cockroaches. You, and that's on record. You can look and look, you can look that up. Um, and I first made an appearance, I think, in January of 2000. And I think it was uh, when was Obama elected? The 2008, I believe. And that is when I started made my first YouTube right after the election. And you saw my friend back there, uh, Bill, I, from what I heard, he's deceased. I don't know. I'm trying to find out if he's deceased or not. Um, and we was back there in uh, the room running the station. And that's when I had my slick ass hair. And that's why I was like 402 pounds during that time. I was <laughs> 402 pounds during that time. Uh, I was like over 400 pounds during during that time. And I talked about the same thing. I talked about blacks being stupid to just run with a guy because he's black and they're just a bunch of niggas. And I said a lot of stuff in the newspaper. Um, I got blacklisted by the NAACP by Dr. Julian Bunn before he passed uh, because I gave him some hard ass questions at the stage on stage at the uh, Rockefeller Institute. Um, <laughs> and I've said a lot of things in the paper that I've could have gotten. Well, I did get in trouble, but not to the extent because I had some supporters behind the scenes. I had some people who hated me, you know, the chancellor, Davis, but then you had some in the more law enforcement administration actually supported me of the things that I said. 
That's strange. But, you know, it is what it is. And Mr. Brown has decided to let it loose. And Mr. Brown, sir, you're not alone. You're, you're not alone when you, when you speak on the situation. You're not alone, sir. You are not alone. You're not the only one and you're not alone. And um, I approve of your message because I know you're sick and tired of niggas always talking about what you got, but they don't have nothing. And I always say my quote is they always got something to say, but nothing to show for. And they don't. Always something to say, but nothing to show for. And he was in his right, absolute right to respond. Now, I know some in the black sector are now probably saying, oh, he's a coon. He's a sellout. He's an Uncle Tom. How dare he? That was wrong. No, it was wrong of you niggas out there that were attacking him for no apparent reason. Now, people have a right to say he was a bust. People have a right to make fun, etc. But it, but I think it reached to the tipping point when Kobe Bryant died and then still put him alongside with that. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful to Kobe Bryant's legacy, to his daughter's legacy, uh, and to his family, as well as Mr. Brown. Because Mr. Brown don't want to be bothered with that. He's living the best of his life. He's retired. He's still getting a pension check from the NBA. He's still got that money that he still has made in the NBA. He's helped a lot of people. He's uh, produced businesses. So he has done a lot of positive things. But a lot of you haven't. Because I always say, you got something, got something, you got always got something to say, but nothing to show for. I, I don't have much to say, but I have a lot to show for. I rather show something than to say something. Say something doesn't mean nothing. You know, like the state of Missouri to show me state, show me something. I guess that's what they say in the clubs. Show me something yeah. up in Springfield. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, that's no. But we're going to go ahead and play this video. Now, again, I like to give Tommy Sotomayor credit for putting a spotlight on this video. Um, cause again, I wouldn't have known it and I'm probably one of the only YouTubers that will actually give credit to another YouTuber for doing good work, good, bad, or in between. Um, I don't know what's wrong with other black YouTubers, not giving credit to others for putting in the work or doing the necessary research. I don't see what's wrong with that. I think it's beneath us to sit up there and not give credit to each other for, for things we uh, have brought forth and someone else is coming in and say, okay, this I'm going to give credit to such and such because he or she brought this forth. There's nothing wrong with that. That is a simple giving credit to someone that has put in the work. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think it's rude and disrespectful for people to not give credit uh, to those where credit is due. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Let's see. Here we go. Kwame Brown. Let's see what the brother has come up with. And I'm going to pause it. And yes, I'm a commentator. Been doing it. So get used to it. And the Umar Johnson supporters, you can get mad because Dr. Johnson does the same thing. Twenty nine minutes. Sad, another sad day for me. Mm, yeah. 
every day is a sad day for niggas, sir. Black man die, man daughter die, and you got stupid ass niggas talking about another nigga. When the white girl was on the news saying the nigga died. Yep. Now again, some people disagree with that, but let's play that video. Let's let's cue that up. Let's cue that up. Because I want to prove a point in, in many ways in one. I want to prove the point. Because I'm going to turn. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn on the closed caption. Out of this team, uh, with Lakers team, you play on. Yeah, it seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. Ooh. If I can ask you to stay with us, we're gonna go. I mean, come on now. Let's play another video. Yeah, it seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. Can you get Los Angeles what? cast on the Los Angeles niggers. Yep. Los and, and there's where the, the closed caption is even repeating what was said. Los Angeles niggers. Did she not say it? Like the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles niggers. Los Angeles Lakers. Could be that if I could ask you to she say it. Oh, yeah. Now, if she would have admitted and said, okay, I, I sl accidentally slipped of the tongue. I would have just disregarded and say, okay, let's move on. But you didn't say nakers. I'm sorry. You said niggers. Um, I mean, I, I wish she would cut this shit out. Now, I'm not upset at those who may thought that she said something else. Well, except for um, Wanda Sykes. So, you know, some Wanda Sykes always the one to talk about white supremacy and racism and the first to jump on somebody. Uh, but then here she is. But she said niggers. I mean, let's just let's just keep it real. She said niggers, and I and I and she all she has to do is just apologize and say, look, I, I was wrong for saying that, and let's move on. But see, when you are arrogant and say I didn't say I said niggers, then that's when I have a problem with you because now you're being fucking arrogant. But that's usually Miss Ann for you. So let's let's continue. Nobody made a meme about that. You talk about another guy. They ain't had nothing to do with nothing. But I'm starting to think niggas are the problem. Sir, niggas have been the problem. Uh let's 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 uh let's cue that up. Let's cue that up. Time filling uh Let's cue that up. Mr. Calhoun. You know you didn't have any hands. Are you on my hit day? I bet you black ass didn't even know there's a war going on. I'm not talking about the war on crime and drugs. I'm talking about the war between black people. Mm. 
Tell them. God, I hate niggas. Yep. That's right. Honest, hardworking, law-abiding black people. Niggas like you, you make me sick. Sick. Kids own people who've done drugs. Mm-hmm. Got the young girls on the corner turning five out of tricks. Mm-hmm. No problem for a nigga to shoot another nigga. Yep. No problem for a nigga to rob and steal from good, honest, hardworking black people. That's what they want. You're doing their work for them. Yep, the clans work. So fucked up about that. You look at me, you call me an Uncle Tom. You are the Uncle Tom. You Sambo. Fucking joke. You are the real enemy of black people. White people look at me. It kills me that they see you because they but one nigga in this here closet. Mm. You been here this long? You were trying to thing on me? This here is where the game ends. I don't believe you're ever going to have a home. Or have a half-decent job. Or get an education. Or even have a family worth a shit. You know why? Do you know why? Because you're happy just to be a motherfucking nigga. Now, even though it's a little funny, but it's a reality. Believe it or not, at the end of the movie, Omar Epps' character changed his life. He became a youth counselor. He became successful after seeing, you know, because listening to Calhoun, even though Calhoun was on this case and it, you know, he felt like, oh, you just being a sellout Uncle Tom. But he did listen and and he realized, hey, Calhoun is right. And and Greg Yens end up uh, no longer becoming a vice lord. And he became a youth counselor. He became, he ended up having a successful career, successful job, helping the youth uh, against violence. And it took a lot of processing for him, not a journey, but processing for him to finally get to the position that God put him in. And it had to, he had to go through hell first. And that's what he did. Because the other guy who was folk, he wasn't going to change. He wasn't going to change, no matter what. No matter what, he was not going to change. So, just uh, get that out. Hope YouTube doesn't block that. We are starting to let scumbags and piece of shits of society talk too much. Yeah. I'm sitting in minding my own goddamn business. Mm-hmm. Like I always do. Yeah. And you got... Piece of shit welfare queens. He does look a little like Deontay Wilder. I ain't gonna lie. Pushing around memes and sorry ass dudes that always giggling and smiling. Yeah, screaming out, World Star! World Star! World Star! You're right. Because that's, that's what niggas do. Niggas always giggling, cooning, buck dancing, and monkey shining all the damn time. <laughs> like a little girl. That's why you have uh, Pharrell in a dress. That's why you have Billy Porter in a dress. That's why you have Don Lemonade. That's why you have all these effeminate guys out there because all this giggling and hoo-hoo and ha-ha and buck-bucking and muck-mucking. That's all you have. That is all you have nowadays. 
But then we're the coons. No, you're the coon. C-H-U-N. Crazy, hateful, unintelligent Negro. I want to shake my hand in real life, but you make a meme <laughs> like it's like that. Mm-hmm. Now I ate too much goddamn government cheese and been in too many free lunch programs to really give a fuck about what you think or say. And y'all know that, I think. Uh, that's why you always on the internet. <laughs> I wish some of you niggas knew your daddy so you stop being so fucked. Boy, I tell you the truth. I wish some of you niggas knew your daddy. And that is a difference maker. Knowing who your father is, knowing who your heritage, your culture, your language. That's why you got a bunch of confused niggas running around here. Because there a lot of them don't know their father. And in some cases, in reality, some of them girls they meet up, they end up being a damn half-sister because their daddy was a damn rolling stone fucking around, sticking his dick, everything that moves. But then they want to talk about white people and Billy Bob and Confederate flags and incest and yeah, look at him, Billy banging his daughter, Sally, in the trailer park. He, he, he. They all inbred. Well, let's be honest. The majority of y'all in the hood are inbreds. Now, and, that, and that's a fact. And that that was before. That was also post-slavery, too. Because, you know, in slavery, let's be honest here. And I'm going to say this in quick. In slavery, I'm talking about chattel slavery. Now, not all slave masters and plantations made this practice. But there were some that did, others not so much. More of the southern states practiced this type of behavior. The more northern, western other states, not so much. Here's what it goes. A slave plantation will take a 10-year-old black African boy and he will force the black African boy, they call him Little Buck, to have sex with his mother, his auntie, his sister, his cousin, and his grandmother. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. They would, they would take that little boy and have him force him to have sex with his family, immediate family. And they were reproduced babies, which were on the slow side because of the inbreeding, which made them more stronger breed of slaves, but not mentally up, up there. Same thing, they'll take a man, have him, make him have sex with his sister, make him have sex with his daughter, make him have sex with his own mother, his aunt, his grandmother, all the other female relatives. Same way, they'll take a, a mother, make her have sex with her own son, her own uh, uh, granddaddy, uncle, cousin, brother, etc. Same thing. And so in those situations, so when you, uh, today, if you go to New York and you see a brother or sister that looks kind of like you, you're like, why would you look alike? Hey, it may be because that child that was born through incest may have been sold off to another plantation up north or west or east or western. Just saying. Okay. Uh, me craving for attention. Some of you niggas need to go back Tell your mama, let me talk to my daddy if he's still alive. Cause or, or, or if she knows who your daddy is. We, 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 hey, let's, 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 let's keep it real. If she knows who your daddy is. Because, you know, your mother might have been a train wreck. You know what I'm talking about. Your mama might have been a train wreck. 
When I mean train wreck, means she been known to get, to get gang bang, basically. Basically, she had to have six or seven guys to be satisfied. That's what I'm talking about, train wreck. Some of you men ain't men. And you ladies, I, so the ones that push that around, I'm not worried about you. I'm not even going to do that. But uh, you niggas are pathetic. And I said that. Put quotation marks around that. You motherfuckers are pathetic. Because I don't get the joke. Hey, order, sit your ass down. Let's joke a little bit. I saw a meme going around. Kobe scored one point and Kwame scored. Oh, Kwame scored one point. Kobe scored 63. Okay, let's break that down. I was still useful in the room, you stupid motherfucker. Go look up 182nd of 8 million and you'll know how much I got paid for that one. Mm, mm, mm. 182nd of 8 million. Mm, mm, mm. Let's, let's do that for him. 182nd. 82nd of of 8 million. Okay. That's about $100,000. About $100,000. So that's a lot of money for 182nd. So I still don't get the fucking joke. If you Google it or you knew a little bit of addition and subtraction and division, you can Google 182nd of 8 million and that'll tell you what one point got me, you stupid bitch. So what's the joke? I'll wait. I'll wait. Tell me the joke. He got $100,000 for making one point. That's like going to... Tom Brady Center and said, "Ask yourself this: How many of us can make a hundred thousand dollars by playing about eighty seconds? Hmm. Hell, hell, a number of y'all salary don't not even a hundred thousand dollars. Your year's salary is not even hundred thousand dollars. Hell, it'll take you four years of your salary in order to make a hundred thousand dollars. Shoot, none of y'all, most of y'all haven't seen, never seen a hundred thousand dollars in your life. Well, you want to talk about this man?" <laughs> you never scored a touchdown. That's not his job, you dumb son of a bitch. That's true. It's called being a team player, people. A team player. And what a team player means, if you got someone who's the highest score, your job is to make sure they continue to, to score high for the team so y'all can win and win a championship. It's called being a team player, just like the Kansas City Chiefs. They had team players. They had the offense and they had the defense and they played their roles so they can make sure that they win the Super Bowl and which they did. My job was to get Kobe open. Did it very fucking well. Why you think Mitch Kupchak, the GM, don't complain, you jackass? You motherfuckers are just slow. I, I don't understand. It seems like all them niggas do is wake up every goddamn day. I'm telling you. They need to turn on the motherfucking Facebook and Instagram for a while. Yes, Mr. Brown, if they would turn the Facebook and Instagram down for like a month, it would be suicide. Black folks, well, not black folks, niggas would be committing suicide. They'll be killing each other or kill themselves. Actually, they would commit self-suicide self-harm uh suicide by cop 
A lot of you, you'll see a lot of suicide by cops during that time. Because niggas, and when I say niggas, I'm talking about the women too, cannot live without Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Now, the rest of us can move on with our lives. If YouTube, all the social media were to shut down, I would survive because I still have a career. I still have a job. I still have other streams of income. You niggas, on the other hand, you know the ones that sitting on the couch with holes in their drawers and haven't wiped their ass. Wiping their ass with the kids' baby wipes. You nasty bastard. And then the negresses out there who don't want to work or who somewhat what they call disabled, but you're on child number six, but you're fucking disabled. You baby, you're, you're on baby number six, but you're fucking disabled. You take that away from them, they would not have a life. Their life would be considered non-existent. Their life would have no meaning for a killer. Well, let's kill OG. All they do, niggas do, is while everyone else like us work, while I work, while Kwame Brown works, while Tommy Sotomayor works, while Tyreek Nasheed works, while Dr. Umar Johnson works, while uh, the, 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 the lovely T, Tasha K, while all of us work, even though we may not agree on everything, we may not see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. While we work, y'all niggas, this is what you niggas do. You niggas and nigga women will go out as early as what, seven o'clock, six o'clock, depends, I don't know, depends, some of y'all be sleeping until two in the afternoon, that's nigga hours, and y'all will get y'all's chair, or some of y'all will have a couch outside already, and y'all will sit outside and watch everybody else, that's what y'all do, y'all will sit outside on the porch watching everybody, What kind of fucking life is that? That you are sitting outside on a porch with a lawn chair or a couch or a sofa, a lazy boy, what the fuck you have. And sip your tea, your drinks or whatever the hell y'all got going, burr or smoking that dope. Hanging out, looking at everybody, watching everybody, seeing what's going on outside. Instead of going out there, getting your ass to work, doing something productive, helping the people in need, becoming a productive member of society, you decide to sit on your fucking ass and watch everybody else work. Because while they work, they get richer. While you sit on your ass, you get poor and become more dependent with Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam, because he doesn't give a damn. One thing I can say about Mexicans, I don't see them I don't see them sitting out on the on the on the um on the porch hanging out unless it's the women and they're working. In most cases they're working. They're washing clothes, they're fixing they're cooking food, they're cooking dinner, they're they're taking care of the kids. I don't see Mexicans hang all out and do nothing. I see them at work. And before you know it, 
They're going to be owning construction businesses. They're going to be owning property. They're going to be on these farms. And you're going to be working for their ass. And your black ass is going to have to sit up there and try to learn Spanish because that's what they want you to learn. Because it's their, it's their, it's their company. And if you want to work here, you got to learn some of their language. That's what niggas do. That's why, that's why Mexicans have taken over California. Well, Mexicans have been, actually the Mexicans were there before y'all. Let's just be honest. In a way they were, they were before y'all. So, but they just managed to just finally take it over. Then you hoes won't have nothing to twerk on and you lame ass niggas can't be real on Facebook. Half you niggas real on Facebook and got a snitch jacket along with this goddamn <laughs> snitch jacket. <laughs> My lady. You niggas is, uh, man, I swear, <laughs> you niggas is funny. E thugging. See me in real life, don't be none of that. <laughs> none of that. Yep. And all you niggas always trying to get yourself a part of something. Oh, Kwame, don't worry about it. Kwame, don't say nothing. Don't fucking look like I need your words of encouragement. I've been by my. The, the same ones that said Kwame don't say nothing are the same ones that are making fun of him. Still doing my own thing my whole life. That's why my reality is different from yours, niggas. Why? You think I need your words of encouragement, nigga? I was homeless back in the day, nigga. My mama had eight children, motherfucker. I used to go down to the manor house, motherfucker. You think I give a fuck what you say? This shit is crazy, man. Last thing you would hear is, you motherfuckers are stupid. Can't even tell a good joke. Hey, Kobe Bryant made 60 point Kwame made one. One eighty second of eight million, you dumb fuck. And then you will see. Mm, mm, mm. Now, hold on now. I'm seeing something. I'm seeing this person chopping up this video. Let me get the whole video. Actually, I'm sorry. I have to do this. Uh, Here we go. I think this is it. Okay, this this is it. I need to watch the whole... I need to see the whole video. Pro basketball updates. Okay. Uh, That's why you always on the internet. (laughs) I wish some of you niggas knew your daddy. So you stop being so fucking uh, lean craving for attention. Some of you niggas need to go back, tell your mama, let me talk to my daddy if he's still alive. I had eight children, motherfucker. I used to go down. Do it fucking look like I need your words of encouragement? I've been by myself doing my own thing my whole life. That's why my reality is different from yours, niggas. Why, you think I need your words of encouragement, nigga? I was homeless back in the day, nigga. My mama had eight children, motherfucker. I used to go down to the manor house, motherfucker. You think I give a fuck what you say? This shit is crazy, man. I wish I had one of them big green trash cans that we snatch up the trash off the side of the road and dump you motherfuckers in. Because that's what I would do. <laughs> I'd line you motherfuckers up and get them forearms and just snatch your dumb ass up. And the last thing you would hear is, that's just crushing your dumb ass. You motherfuckers are stupid. You can't even tell a good joke. Hey, Kobe Bryant made 60 point. Kobe made one. 182nd of 8 million. You oh, dumb fuck. Dollars. And then you will see, ain't nothing funny. And each and every last one of you dumb bitches would have traded for that. But I understand what it is. I get it. Every social circle you go in, once you hear Brunswick, somebody mention my name. Oh, Kobe's from Brunswick. He made it. So then one of you little niggas go to hating. You niggas go to hating because I ate free lunch probably next to you. Mm. Probably was in the same rec league program. Yep. And I kept doing this. And your dumb ass did that. <laughs> He's right. 
See, just like the, uh, who's that guy's name? It was a guy in LeBron James. And now um, they say the other guy was better than LeBron James. But the difference was, is LeBron James was consistent. LeBron James stayed out of them damn streets because his mama made sure his ass were, were in the streets, that he was in school, he was playing ball, he was doing his homework. The other cat who was claimed to be better than LeBron, he hanged out, he partied, he did this, he did that. Now you see LeBron James being a man and the other, I think it's Lenny Cook. Lenny Cook. I think it's Lenny Cook, which he, he's doing well, but he's not at LeBron James status because they made different paths. And the brother, Lenny Cook, even admitted, yeah, I, I, I kind of screwed up there because I could have been in the NBA, which he could have been in the NBA as well, Lenny Cook could. But again, he allowed the outside nigga distractions. See, he allowed niggas to influence him. Therefore, he didn't get to the NBA. And there was a time Allen Armson almost never made it to the NBA because he was dealing too much in the streets. Michael Vick, same way. When you allow niggas to control your life, your life becomes ruined. Because you want to be a real nigga. And I know a lot of you niggas want my attention so I can say something that you don't like so you can start threatening me. Oh, I'm a king. I'm a real nigga. I'm a gangster. I'm a goon. Hey, brother, them, them niggas ain't going to do nothing. Them, them niggas, I'm going to say something. Them niggas ain't going to do nothing. Niggas, niggas always threaten people. They always threaten people. And they living in their mother's basement. How the fuck you going to threaten somebody? How you going to be a gangster when you don't even pay rent at your mama's house? You don't even pay the water bill. You don't even pay the light bill at your mother's house. But you living there rent free, uh, light free, water free. And you, tw you 20 plus years old, you're able bodied. You're not even collecting unemployment and not paying her. You're not even collecting checks. You're not even working. You're not even working part-time. you just there. you just existing. you just existing. That's all you did. You just exist. Mm. All right. And uh, it, it's just unfortunate, man. All you, some of you niggas are just a waste of fucking space. Every last one of you niggas that shared it, every last. And I always say, niggas are better off being fertilizer than breathing. Because at least with fertilizer, you can help the, the plants grow. Now, I'm not trying to say this and they need to die, but I'm just making comparison of you are better served growing the vegetables and the fruits and the plants than breathing the air that you are wasting and using your your the air to waste your life on bullshit. As one of you niggas that had anything to do with a pool, you could kiss my ass. You could probably kiss Kobe's family ass, cause that's disrespectful as fuck. Yep, it's real disrespectful. You niggas don't got no character, no class. Always crank crying and shit. Trump, Trump. Why you holding back? You niggas, you holding back? Cause all you do is talk shit all day and agitate people. That's all you do. Trump, Trump, go buy weed. Trump, Trump, go buy jewelry. <laughs> they buy dope. <laughs> Hold on.
Let me do something here. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> They buy dope. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, hold on, let me. Eat ain't nothing funny. And eat your every Oh, hold on. Oh damn, that's the wrong video. That's the wrong one. Yeah, I mean, seriously, if you really look at it now, yes, Donald Trump is the devil. We, we, we are aware that, yes, he's a bigot. Yes, we know. Yes, he's the least racist person. Okay, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know. We expect him to be. This, this is how we like him. I mean, at least he's, unless he's honest and straight up. But your checks have gotten bigger. Your income tax has gotten bigger. Your IRAs, your 401ks then got bigger under Trump. More job opportunities under Trump. I'm just saying. These are facts. He's trying to kick out the gangs from the southern border and send them back. But y'all talking about open borders, but they the same gangs that are running your streets in California. That are the same gangs that don't chase you niggas out of South Central that whooped y'all motherfucking ass all up and down the damn streets by the cartel. That done whooped your motherfucking ass out of Highland Park. They done whooped your motherfucking ass out of Southern California. Your ass couldn't even stand foot there unless they gonna stomp the living daylights out your monkey ass. But then y'all want to talk about open borders. Hell, y'all should be supporting Trump talking about closing the borders. It's particularly with the gang talking about the other immigrants who are mixed among them. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the gangs, particularly the gangs that are mixed among there. The cartels. They are whipping y'all's motherfucking ass in California. They whipping y'all ass in the prison system. They're whipping y'all ass all over the place. And yo, it ain't true. Well, before my cousin died, when he was in San Quentin, and of course he moved from out of California, he said the problem blacks have the most in California are Mexicans, Mexican gangs, particularly, because he was a gang member, and it is it was Mexican gangs that were a problem. Hmm. It was mess games that were a problem. And you guys out there making threats and threatening me and threatening others and uh, calling us names and all this other tough guy shit. And 
which y'all not going to do nothing at all, of course. But look, okay, Donald Trump isn't perfect. Donald Trump is getting black people out of prison as we speak. That's These are facts, people. You cannot dispute what Trump is doing. Now, you may not agree with him. You may not like him. You may not like his rhetoric. It sounds racial. It's racist. Yes. But the results are you seeing. He's getting black people out of prison. He's trying to get those, those cartel gangs out of this country so they won't be whooping your motherfucking ass in California. He's trying to get them to stop whooping your ass in California. <laughs> hey, I I uh, I challenge anyone to dispute that. I challenge anyone to dispute the fact that Mexican gangs are whooping black gangs' asses up and down in California. There's no dispute to that. That these are facts. Dispute me on that argument. Hmm? But Obama, what has he pushed on their eight years? Has he helped black people? It'd be anecdotal. Hell, oh, Obamacare was for us. Obamacare was not for you. Obamacare was for those druggies. The ones who get hooked on heroin, the ones who got hooked on meth, the ones who got hooked on phenol, the ones who got hooked on Molly's prescription pills. That was what the Obamacare was mainly part of that for. It weren't for you. It weren't for you, really. You just were just added into the plan. But it was initially not for black people. It was for everybody else. And then maybe you. That, that that whole thing umbrella of everything else and you just happen to be part of that. Now I'm not saying Obama is a bad man. I'm just saying his policies were not for black people for eight years. And your pro-blacks can tell you this and confirm that Obama's uh, policies were not for black people for the last eight years. These are facts. This is the truth, people. This man is speaking truth. Y'all can call him whatever you want. Got my goddamn name in your mouth more than you got them. You got your family and friends in your goddamn mouth. Instead of you niggas getting together and praying and doing. Why you niggas can't learn from your mistakes? Why you can't do what the Spanish people are doing now? Getting together, getting one house, turning into two houses, turning into three houses. Because they work together. All you niggas do. Just, you're right. Just like the Jewish. I give it example about the Jewish people. Uh, in certain parts of, of, of New York, the Brooklyn sector, Shamar District, they would um, they would come together and whatever their careers or profession or jobs, etc., because they have business amongst each other, they will put back XX amount of money, let's say uh, $300 per person that works, $300 a month per person. And let's say it's a neighborhood about 100, 115, 120 people. And there's $300 a month per person. And at the end of the year, they will move a Jewish family into that neighborhood. House paid for, property, everything paid for, et cetera, et cetera. And they'll start over again. So each year they will bring a new family into their neighborhood. 
That is what you call ingenuity. The Mexicans are the same way. They'll come here. They'll build a house. They'll take a, a, a ragged house for $1,000 or so. And they will come together, be like 10, 15, 20 of them will come together. They will start building, building, building. They'll go day and night. And that house will be got painted, everything, all this. And it'll be ready to go to move a family in. And then they'll turn around and do the same thing uh, to the next house, to the next house, to the next house, to the next house. Um, niggas. Niggas who try to buy the biggest house on the block so they can brag and say, my house is bigger than yours. They will go and buy the most expensive car to say, I'm riding on gold DDSs. I'm look, I got a four point, I, I got a 5.0. I got a 6.2 liter Corvette. What you got? Instead of like saying, you know what? Let me get something more economic and, and let's put some down payment on this next brothers and this next sister so they can get a car. I want everybody riding good cars, not just one or two people riding the most expensive car while the rest of us going to the, on the fucking bus. And I always said, I read her for instead, I read her for everyone to make an average of $250,000 a year and live comfortably. I'm talking about all blacks. Then one or two or three of us have $5 billion a year and the rest of us are piss poor. That's the mentality of niggas. Just like with Black Tree Media. You remember when Black Tree Media was trying to interview a, a number of the black stars, the black celebrities, and they just turned on him? Mr. At least Misty Copeland came to him. At least uh, people like Kerry Washington, Misty Copeland, and other uh, sisters, yes, sisters out there that did stop by with the black media, unlike Quavo, I mean Kumbo, or what's that what's that nigga name? Gucci man. Gucci man. You know, Mr. Knock the Bottom out of that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And Quest Love. Mm-hmm. And Gummo. Well Gummo well, Ghana. Whatever the hell whatever hell these, whatever the hell these little nigga names is. That shows you the lack of ingenuity. And we lost that. And we lost that after Black Wall Street. We lost that after Marcus Garvey. We began to fade that away. And then, of course, King came along. We had some ingenuity. And then that broker, the Black Panther Party, had ingenuity in that broker. Because that is the most dangerous upbringing, uprising. In America, according to J. Edgar Hoover, is Negro unity. But we have a chance to become more unified than ever. We got multi-million dollar, billion dollar blacks running around. And what the fuck are we doing? If we got a bunch of black multi-millionaire billionaires, why the fuck the rest of us are piss fucking poor? Hmm? Instead of buying four or five million dollar car, Bugattis and bullshit like that, that four or five million dollars can help your people. I guess that's the reason why the, the powers that be pay y'all that kind of money and don't pay people like me that kind of money because they know what I was going to do with that money. 
try to steal another nigga's shine. You nigga stupid. I tell you what, everybody laughing and giggling and doing all this other shit. Put your resume up against mine. Mm, 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 mm. Put it up against mine. Yep. Anybody, I dare you. You can put up your college degrees. You can put up all that. Put your resume up against mine. Start from so start to finish, from free lunch program to McDonald's All American to Player of the Year to No One Draft Pick to owning this business and making this blah, 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 last year and making. Blah, 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 blah. Are you stupid like you mean? Put your resume against mine. What's up, boo? I don't want you to lick on me right now. I don't want you to lick on me right now, girl. Sit down. Just put you there. Say, oh, girl, I don't want you on me right now. I'm talking to you dumb niggas. I'm like, I got a white dog. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a good one. But I know you niggas still white. White dog. But anyway, you motherfuckers is crazy, man. Every morning, wake up trying to defer. Get down, boy. Girl. Get- sit, 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 sit. I'm not going to wrestle you right now. I'm going to wrestle you in a minute. Sit, sit. I'm not wrestle. Sit. There you go. Good girl. But... You motherfuckers wake up every day with absolutely nothing to fucking do but try to steal another nigga's shine because really you're morally bankrupt. It's not going to work with me. Tell whoever told you to come at me, you're going to have to really jump out the window to get me because I don't give a fuck about none of that talking. I really don't. Uh, as long as I can afford uh, two, $300, your woman going to still want me. <laughs> so all that goddamn misdirection shit y'all try to do, it, it don't work with me, man. I promise you. I know who I am. I know who you are. And that shit don't mean nothing to me. Until you can put your mama on the goddamn golf course, your sister, and everybody around you. You know that little man who, that hold up the earth with the little axe? You know that little, you know that little, that little statue? Yeah, that was me for a long time. Some of you niggas can't even afford your own place to stay, let alone helping others, but you got the most mouth. You motherfuckers is pathetic. And I, I put the quotations around that. Put the quotations around that. You niggas cry too much, don't do enough. Only thing you niggas talk about is how real you is, how gangster you is, how much pussy you get, how many clubs you been to. The best thing in some of you motherfuckers' life is December to fucking remember. You bitches save all your money, finally wash your vagina. You sorry ass niggas don't, don't wash your dick. Y'all niggas just show up to the club, sag your pants, crush things in your drawers, smoking weed, in your homeboy car, jumping from click to click, trying to be seen. Motherfucker sad. Don't get mad at me because I don't do that. Nigga, I wear boots every day. I wear camel, nigga. I don't need to wear all that. This is what I say. This is what's up here. Not what the fuck I got on. I get your old lady just like this on the ATV. Just like this. On the ATV, nigga. She'll jump on the back with me. Stupid motherfuckers. Niggas don't make it. I mean, it, it, it really, it's really lowering my intelligence, even wasting my time talking to you niggas. But I'm not white, so I'm not scared to tell you you stupid as fuck. I'm not scared to tell you you got... And, you know, that's the thing. And th- these, believe it or not, these are things white, you know, you know, decent-minded white folks would love to say. They would love to say to you. But they can't because they will be called racist. So you got blacks, they'll say it. They'll say what white people were thinking. Because you just like you got some white folks that will say things that black people were thinking about white people the whole time. Because trust me, 
you know white folks when they be at home and you know they with the wife and they see a crime and they see three black guys raping a white girl and they call them on the scene they call them on tape and everything and white men be like those are some goddamn niggers and white like mm-hmm they ain't like they're oh maybe they maybe they had a rough time in the ghetto uh maybe they came from a single mother no they like them goddamn niggas and rape that white woman fuck them motherfuckers that's that's their mentality that is their mentality that's their mentality and can you blame them for thinking that way they see on the news three niggas that rape the white girl Man, they'd be like, my motherfucking nigga, I'll hang his ass. That's their mentality. And you can't get mad at them for thinking that way because you would think the same way if it was one black girl and three white boys raped her. You'd be like, fuck them motherfucking crackers. That's You would have the same mentality. Got low IQ. I'm not scared to tell you that. And no, I ain't the smartest one in the world, but I, at least I ain't stupid enough to keep fucking with other people. I try to figure it out. I try to figure my own shit out. You motherfuckers is retarded. Every guy, how the fuck can somebody with less than the motherfucker they talking about talk? In what world does that translate? I, I, I guess I'm supposed to go... That translate to niggardry, sir. Are talking about MJ, Michael Jordan. Oh, that nigga, this, 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 he don't got no money either. I'm going to talk about MJ with he above me. That is stupid as fuck. Yep. That, that don't make any sense. No. You niggas really don't make sense. Mm-mm. Oh, the nigga did this. Oh, the nigga did that. Oh, the nigga did this. Hey, what do you do? This shit's sad, man. This shit is sad. Sad as a motherfucker. Somebody died. Leave it up to black folk. We can make a meme. We can be a distraction. That's it. Just a bunch of stupid motherfuckers. A bunch of shares in life. If they shut down the internet and shut down the welfare program, it's going to be lines and lines of niggas that was doing nothing. See, we'll see who makes the memes then. I'm going to come <laughs> by and take a picture of all you stupid bald head motherfuckers. And then I'm going to make my meme then. When you're in that goddamn line shivering, because they done shut shit off because you stupid motherfuckers been talking so much and not working. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, boy, I tell you the truth. He's right on that. He's right. I'm going to say it. I'm saying. <laughs> they talk about the white man this, the white man, white man, white man, white man, white man, ah, the white man, ah, the white man, ah, the white man, ah, the white man. All the white man, and the white man doesn't have to start a full-blown war with niggas. All the white man has to do is cut the power off and cut the and, and cut the cell towers off. And, and niggas is finished. <laughs> niggas is finished. They done. Niggas is finished. You cut the power, you cut the cell towers off, niggas is done. You, they, they're finished. It's game over. Game over. It's game over. You cut the light. You cut the lights out. You cut the internet off, and niggas is finished. Niggas don't have nothing else after that. It's over. 
just like them, you remember them niggas, you remember them niggas up in Dallas years ago, I think it was in 2009, I did a story on that, 2010 or so, the rental, do you remember the rental assistance story, when, when white people sat there and had them cameras aimed at them niggas, them niggas were lined up all the way up in Dallas, them niggas were lined up miles away. But none of them niggas were lined up at the, uh, at the employment office. None of them niggas were lined up at the job site. None of them niggas were lined up at the job fair. L unlike the rental sisters. You had niggas lined up at the rental sisters. And, and, and the part is, and I know they did it intentionally. I knew the, the, the government did this intentionally. Them motherfuckers blew a blowhorn, like, you know, like a bullhorn to go. Niggas were running, I mean, at full speed. I said niggas. But you got women with kids. You got old women. You got old men who couldn't get to the front of the line because niggas were running up there and busting and knocking people over, knocking people down just to get some free rent. Oh, sorry ass, no good niggas. Sorry. Sorry niggas. Gonna sit up there and knock all the women down, knock the kids down, beat up on the old people up to get in line. Bunch of niggas. My God, I can't believe I couldn't believe it. Well, you must understand. I ain't understanding shit. You niggas were knocking people over in Dallas back in 2009-2010 for renter, rent, rental assistance vouchers. With your bitch ass. Rental assistance of vouchers. You were beating old men up, elderly men. You were beating elderly women up. You were beating women up. You were beating kids up to get to the front of the line with your sorry ass. You niggas, I'll tell you the truth. That's why everybody hates niggas. Even God hates niggas. No, sir, no, God hates niggas. That's why you're not getting into the kingdom. Because guys hate niggas. And I give you an example. Even though Moses helped the people out of slavery, but he was being a nigga too at times. He was being a nigga from time to time, bragging about who he was about. And God took note. And God let him continue until he got to the new land and said, Moses, you're a nigga. I can't let you, I can't let you go over here. You ain't going to bring that foolishness up in here. Even though Moses did everything God said, but still, hmm, hmm, you still being a nigga. Still being a nigga. Hmm? Just like with David. David was being a nigga. David did everything perfect. I'm telling you, I'm serious. David did everything perfect. Perfect. King Saul was corrupt as fuck. And God put, put him to death. But David did everything. God, that was God's favorite servant, actually. David did everything straight laced until he fucked another man's wife. That is when God says, mm, You're a nigga. 
You a motherfucking nigga. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to let it go. But that sore is going to come to that house. Guess what happened to David's family? David lost his kingdom under his son Absin. His daughter was raped by one of his sons. Absin ended up running running through his wives, through David's wives. Yes. Mm-hmm. David lost the kingdom. David got sick. David got weak. David managed to restore the kingdom, whatever's left of it, and died. David had a hard-ass life after he took another man's wife and committed adultery on her and had him killed so he can marry her. He was a whoremonger. David, during that moment, he became a whoremonger. When they, when, when they had your ass in line and you bonehead motherfuckers cold because you ain't got nothing to cover up in the, the little bald-ass head that you don't know how to take care of and you punk-ass nigga, them drugs and shit stains going to dry up because none of them welfare hoes going to be able to take care of you sorry-ass niggas during tax time. <laughs> Most of you niggas only lane is being nice to a woman because you need a place to stay. That's what's wrong with you niggas. Most of you niggas just need a place to stay. Connie, he just a glass of me. Shut up, nigga. Go lay on that girl couch. <laughs> oh, that should be a bill right there. <laughs> Shut up. Go lay on that girl couch. <laughs> He's all right. Yo, niggas ain't shit. I was saying, no, you niggas ain't shit. Y'all be laying on your woman's couch. That's the truth. Y'all niggas be laying on y'all woman's couch. And y'all be going after them fat white, or uh, the fat white girls to be laying up with. Y'all know, y'all y'all know y'all niggas. Mm. But he's right. So I'm going to say this and I might piss some people off right now. Maybe across the room. Black woman. If you got a nigga that ain't got no job that's on your couch, get that nigga out of there. Get that nigga out of your house. That nigga ain't paying rent. That nigga ain't paying no light bills. That nigga ain't paying no food. That nigga ain't doing nothing for you. He can't give you no money to help you out. Get that nigga out of your house. I think there was a preacher that said that in the church one time. Get that nigga out of your house. I'm serious. Get that nigga out of your house. 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 He ain't paying no bills. If he ain't paying no rent. If he's not paying for uh, the take care of you, uh, take care of your upkeep, get that nigga out of your house. If that nigga's laying on your damn couch, get that nigga out of, out of your house. That nigga ain't got a job, get that nigga out of your house. He ain't got no job, get that nigga out of your house. He ain't going to school, get that nigga out of your house. 
If he ain't working, get that nigga out of your house. Now, if the nigga getting disability, that's a different story. Now, if he getting, if he paying you $2,000 a month, then okay. Well, I ain't talking about that. We talking about niggas who ain't bringing in no money. We talking about niggas that ain't, get, ain't bringing in no money. If nigga ain't got no SSI, no nigga ain't got no disability check, no nigga ain't got no crazy check, no nigga ain't got no special check, no veteran check, no uh, retirement check, no benefit check, get that nigga out of your damn house if he ain't working. Or ain't going to school and giving that school refund to you. Get that motherfucking nigga out of your damn house. I'll be a song called Get That Nigga Out of Your House. You call a t-shirt, get that nigga out of your house. And then have a picture of a, of a nigga and a, and, and a, a nigga with, with Air Force, with, with Jordans and, and a couch. Get that nigga out of your house. When she lets you get in the bed. When she lets your duck ass get in the bed. Half of you niggas, I don't like arguing with you because you're so battered and abused at home. You niggas, you niggas is so, you niggas need to sign up for a goddamn uh, a man's camp. Niggas, niggas getting, niggas getting their ass whooped like Johnny Depp got his ass whooped by Emma Herb. Shoot, you niggas sitting up there with them big girls. You know them big girls, with them big ass arms, arms bigger than mine, but no muscle on that shit. Arms bigger than mine, be knocking the niggas ass out because that nigga ain't got no job. That nigga ain't getting no money. That nigga ain't got no SSI. That nigga ain't got no disability. That nigga ain't bringing in no money. That nigga ain't bringing no buying no food. That nigga ain't paying no bills. That nigga ain't paying the rent. That nigga ain't paying the light bill. That nigga ain't got a car for her to drive in so she can go to work. And she knocking that nigga out. Because that nigga ain't no damn good. The little skinny ass nigga be with them big ass girls, baby, knocking that nigga ass out because that nigga don't want to work. You niggas really need a man's retreat to learn how to get your woman to talk to you in respect. Hey, you want push come the damn shove. The nigga, if the nigga didn't have 10 inches, if the nigga didn't have 11 or 12 inches, that nigga would be non-existent. That nigga would have no life. That nigga would be worthless if that nigga didn't have 10 inches. That's the only reason them big girls be going to be uh, keep them, keeping that nigga in that house because that nigga have 10 inches of penis. If that nigga didn't have 10 inches of penis, that nigga would be on that damn street eating shit and cilantro sandwiches. You niggas walk through the door, get cussed out, ah! and then as soon as you go out to the street, you want to shoot, fight, kill a nigga, why? Mm-hmm. Cause you can't deal with that woman at home. Yep. Sad. You niggas need to come to my manhood school, and it's called stop giving a fuck what people say. But I had to address you stupid motherfuckers because you don't play with dead people. And then the fucked up thing about it, seven other people died on the plane with that man. His kid died, other people's children died. None of you stupid motherfuckers got enough respect to just shut the fuck up. Why you think everybody want to move away from you niggas? You want to beg people to be around you stupid motherfuckers. Oh, white people are leaving, white flight. Who the fuck want to be around a bunch of dumb motherfuckers that just talk? Well, and, and sir, that's why the gated community, that's why they call, that's why the gated community is considered a restricted neighborhood. They restrict you niggas from coming up in here and knocking a damn food with your right little ass kids. That's why there's an issue over there in North Las Vegas and Nevada. 
uh, they let niggas and they let niggas move in to North Las Vegas because the landlords need, need need bodies in there and HUD was willing to pay them XX millions and millions of damn dollars to put in a bunch of damn bodies with a bunch of them out of control untrained kids because the motherfucker don't know how to pick a pick a good man or if she did have a motherfucking good man she done ran the motherfucker off because of her crazy motherfucking ass and her over demanding ass oh ho ass motherfucker that's why her ass got four or five kids by four or five different men the motherfucker can't keep her motherfucking legs closed and she be choosing the wrong motherfucking niggas all the motherfucking time and then she can't even control those little motherfuckers they end up becoming little motherfucking monsters and grow up to be little motherfucking killers and they end up being up in that motherfucking big house getting that shoot butt up by uh the booty warrior talk all goddamn day that the best thing in the world is to get a like on facebook I'm going to show you my vagina, my urethra tube. I'm going to turn around and twerk on the seat. I'm going to show you everything for a fucking life. For some people that don't even fucking know you. You niggas take penitentiary chances, hold weed all up in the goddamn camera, got stacks of money and guns, and ain't got a job to save your life. And that's real. I'm going to fuck around and bleach my skin like motherfucker Charlemagne the God. I'm going to patch my, I'm going to bleach all this shit off like Charlemagne. You motherfucker stupid. We the only goddamn race of people that don't downgrade our people. We don't talk shit about our people that ain't shit. White people, they call they white people that ain't shit white trash. Is it nice? Mm, probably not. Is it true? I don't know. But it's something about behavior that we let stupid motherfuckers talk a lot. We let, dumb, we let the dumbest of our race talk a lot. A bitch can't spell potato. She doing all the talk. I don't understand you niggas, man. But you know what? I'm about to get to my car. What's up, BP? I'm about to get to my motherfucking coffee. Because the one thing you won't do to me, you won't knock me off my square. I've been around stupid niggas all my life. How the hell you think I grew up in Dixville or the belly of the beast? One of them, because there's a lot of hoods in Brunswick. But I'm the only one. Why do you think that? Oh, I'm just lucky. It's grace of God. That too. But I did something different. I didn't mind going to eat free lunch because I couldn't do nothing about the circumstance. But guess what I did different than half you niggas? When I was 14 years old, I worked for Mitchell's Construction. I lied on my application. I was 14, said I was 15. I've been a man since 14, you stupid fuck. I kept $38 and gave my mama $200 of the dollars. Anytime I got paid, she got 200 Then after that, you stupid motherfucker, I woke up 5.30 in the morning to be at 6 a.m. basketball practice. After practice, took a shower, went to school. After school, I went to work at McDonald's till 11 and 12 o'clock at night. Then I woke back up for 6 o'clock in the morning practice. See, that's a life work. That's a body of work. Some of you niggas don't know nothing about. See, all you know about is talking and running your fucking mouth, trying to impress some holes with BV. See, you niggas don't know no better. If you stay consistent and grind and work, you don't have to worry about all that chip and chapping and talking, dummy. Why you think I don't do all that talking? I don't have to. I work. I got a body of work, you dumb motherfucker. All you niggas can do is point at the grill. Oh, see, white man gave you that. Look at that. This say master of the... You ain't a master of nothing. You ain't a master of a goddamn thing. You don't get paid like a master. You don't get paid like you don't you don't get paid like a doctor. I got a doctor in education, I got a doctor in this, I got this certificate, I got that, I got 
got none of that shit. I don't got none of that. I wait. Bunch of ego. And when I get to talk like this, ooh, he think he got all that. No, I was quiet. I was sitting over here quiet. And you motherfucker keep fucking with me. But every last one of you ragged hoes, you probably wish you have a son like me because they'll get you out of the projects. A son like me that's dedicated to something will get you out of the project. See, you wish you had a son like me. And I know damn well you wish you had a man like me. Because, <coughs> boy, look at him. <laughs> boy, look at him. But listen here, man. When y'all see me rolling, I'm going to go back to being the nice, humble, gentle giant that I am. But uh, let's not make no mistake about it. I'm still a man. And most of you motherfuckers shouldn't be talking. You ain't got nothing to talk about. None of you. The best thing in your life is a car with rims in front of the projects. Oh, I got the motor redone. <laughs> My tax bill more than your whole life. Stupid motherfuckers. All this goddamn talking. <laughs> oh, we made a joke about Cody. He mad. Red pill. He mad. A bunch of internet shit that I don't even know nothing about. You motherfuckers are stupid, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, not all of you, but everybody that has something to do with sharing these little memes and all that. Each and every last one of you, from the bottom of my heart, I don't give a fuck if you didn't make the meme. You're still stupid as hell. You're still stupid. And I approve that message. They put the quotations around that. You're fucking stupid. You got a lot more shit you can be worried about, but you're not. That's why we at the lowest of the low. That's why every time I see a black child pass away, I cringe because I know what's coming next. A fucking GoFundMe. I know what's coming next. Oh, please help. I need help to do it. Oh, but you look at the family tree. Everybody got weeds. Everybody got rims. Everybody got cars. Everybody look like they're doing what they're supposed to do. Everybody shit. You can't tell nobody nothing. Somebody die, truth come out. We need help to get a sandwich for the reception. Shit sad, man. You motherfuckers need to focus on your business, man. Don't worry about my business. Laugh at that nigga that scored one point and got one eighty-second of eight million. For most of you motherfuckers that don't know, that's three digits now. That's, that's, come on now. How many of you wouldn't play for that? <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. Y'all motherfuckers is crazy. Who the fuck wanna see somebody shoot that's playing with Kobe? He can make a hundred, you dumbass. That's his job. Did any one of you motherfuckers ask the GM what my job was? Oh no, you didn't do that because you think everything's funny. You motherfuckers is stupid. Programmed to be you men. I, I, I don't get an honest answer out of men, period. I like I really don't talk to you, you, you niggas. Really don't. I got a few select friends, DP, school, couple niggas, couple cousins. But the rest of you do. You niggas is a waste of space to be honest. The only thing you try to do is kill somebody to get a name. That's all you niggas do. I'm real nigga, I'm a big nigga. Who the fuck told you that that's a thing? That's a made up word, real nigga. We all bleed the same, we all yep. cough, cry, shit. What makes you so real? Because you really didn't do nothing like it? You're really fucking stupid. You went to jail? Shit, I don't go to jail. I'm not real. When they arrested me, I felt stupid. I never said I'm real. I felt stupid. Yeah, I'm not the one of the niggas that gonna live in the projects and, and go to jail. I was dreaming past my situation, you stupid motherfucker. Even now, it's life about level changes, homeboy. 
What the fuck you think? I'm gonna be 60 years old playing basketball? No. Level change. NBA over? Dip a little bit. NBA over? Figure out playing. Come back up a little bit. That's all about life, buddy. You're not gonna get me to think I'm a celebrity, you stupid fuck. That might go work on the rest of the motherfuckers that didn't eat government cheese and, and, and didn't eat at the manor house. I know I'm hungry. The Bible says we all are nothing, so I already know that. So you're not gonna hurt my feelings with a mean, you stupid fuck. I wish you'd stop trying. Because I'm gonna hit you with them hot facts. If I could go play for 182nd of 8 million right now, I wouldn't give a fuck if I scored no points. I would be happy to be out there. If my back or my knee will hold up right now, I'll hobble my ass out there for that. You motherfuckers dumb. I'm from Dixfield, Georgia, baby. Never give a fuck about what nobody say. I grew up, I'm an 80s baby. 80s babies are not as sensitive as you niggas. In the 80s, I was told by men that was older than me that grew up in the 60s and 70s and some before that, if a motherfucker ain't paying your bills, then fuck them. If a motherfucker ain't helping you eat, you don't worry about what somebody said. But see, now with the internet and just the lames showing out for these women and the lames doing so much talking, I think I need to do this every Wednesday or something like that. I, need, I think I need to wake up every Wednesday and give you niggas some words of encouragement because you niggas, you, you, we are the laughing stock of the fucking world. I hope you guys know that, right? I know all oh, this Wakanda. That's a movie, you stupid motherfucker. Wakanda was an actual movie. And I see motherfuckers talking about Wakanda forever with something going on. You motherfuckers are really mental midgets. And I ain't the smartest in the world. But goddammit, I'm so proud I'm not you. Because you niggas don't see reality. Every day you waking up as a man with your pants hanging off your ass and your breath stank. You're not even doing that. Martin Luther King has slapped the shit out you niggas. I swear, if you want to bring up somebody, they, MLK will slap the hell out you, nigga. He said, judge people by the content of their character. Not how much money they got. Not how much shit they can talk. Not how much none of this shit you niggas own. The motherfuckers is crazy, man. And you think you can embarrass me? All I got to do is take them out of your house. And then they're not saying Take him into your bathroom. Hell, you take him into your bathroom and let him see that dingy-ass goddamn mirror and all the goddamn shit, the trash, hanging out the damn trash can just so you can show your little ass. That's what you do, not me. You lame-ass niggas hang with 15 niggas and stand in the camera and talk about, he a shooter, he a shooter, he a killer. Dry snitching-ass niggas. You do that, not me. I hang by myself. Shit, I got legal guns. I sit here with my legal shit. I don't need to be real. I don't need to be no thug. I just be me. And that's why you niggas don't like me. You motherfuckers is sick, man. It ain't my fault you can't be yourself. I never tried to be a, a thug. I don't try to jack that car. Why, why would I do that? Who is going to let Kwame Brown, an NBA player, be a thug? One of these niggas that's out here on the streets for real, I've been trying to push my top back. No, I'm a man. And I'm going to play it how I go. That's it. You niggas always, man, I swear, boy. But it's the white people for White people, take another L2. Because, you know, y'all started this shit. That's why so many people with no job and nothing. But they got money. They got enough time now. They can say they're queens. Yep. They can say they're kings. Yep. Because it's your goddamn fault. Even though these kings and queens don't have castles, they don't have a court, they don't have courtiers, they don't have a staff, 
They don't have stables. They don't have a city they own. They don't have people paying them taxes, tribute money, but they're kings and queens, but living in Section 8. And Uncle Sam runs the show. Can't be a queen or a king if you over if somebody's over you. You're at the top. At least Queen Elizabeth can say that. How about y'all? Get around and do absolutely goddamn nothing, but do all the goddamn talking. All these damn exalted titles they give themselves, titles that they didn't even earn. I can see if you earned that title. That's a different damn story. Nigga, I used to rape yards. I used to get, what happened to the real people back in the day? Nigga, I used to be on a bicycle with a motherfucking long arm holding on to, pulling it with a rape strapped across the top of that motherfucker with a little bungee cord, nigga. That's where I'm from. That's why I don't give a fuck what you say. None of you niggas. You're right. I mow yards. Hell, I, I built decks, fences. With, with, with my father because my father had me out there working had me out there doing construction he had me out there pulling the concrete uh building the decks building fences yeah we yeah we we're on that done a lot of that yeah this is when i was young like 10 11 years old mm. Yeah, old man made us out there work. My uncles made us out there work. You know, we cut the yard, um, painted houses. Mm -hmm. Bushwhack. But today's generation, they, I'm not saying all of them, but a number are, eh, but thankful my nephews are different. My oldest nephew, he's different because he works two jobs and he goes to college. So. It's going to work harder than me. That's why you ain't going to have the same outcome. Mm -hmm. You just going to sit behind a computer and bang on the keyboard, bang on your smartphone. Stupid mother. That somebody gave to you. Some bitch gave to you on tax time. Obama gave it to you a couple of years ago. Uh, that's, what, that's what you do. Obama phone. Stupid motherfuckers. On little parts. Hold on. Let me plug Florida Gators. I'm still a goddamn Gator. I'm sorry, all the Georgia fans. I like Gators. I ain't scared to say it. I've always been me. I know I'm from Georgia. I like Florida Gators. I'm sorry. So, hold up. Never been afraid to be me. Never. You only get one life to live. Everybody always talking about they so accepting. They only accepting of one way. Their way. Yep. You better start accepting people for who the fuck they are. Mm -hmm. I'm me. So make a meme on that. Make a meme like this. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. Motherfucker crying, belly aching every day. I hate America. It's racist. I swear. Take Okay, then take your black ass over there to Saudi Arabia and see what the motherfuckers do to you. Take your ass just like the women. Doodoo -doo in Dubai. Y'all taking up doodoos, your uh, the Arab man up there, doodoo -doo in your face, doodoo -doo in your in your mouth, and doodoo -doo in your ass. 
Them motherfuckers got them German shepherds out there fucking the shit out of you and, and shoot that dog fur dog. <laughs> Scooby-Doo up there fucking the shit out of you for $50,000. You take your ass over there in the Middle East country and wear the stuff that you wear here in America and see how fast your ass be happy to come and kiss Uncle Sam's ass, motherfucker. The motherfuckers don't play around with you. You go over there in Egypt and those countries wearing, showing out your butt cheeks. Them, them damn police will beat the, beat the brakes off your ass and throw your ass in jail. And you might get raped up in there. You go over there and act the way that you act over here and see what happens. Them motherfuckers over there don't play around. They will throw your ass at this damn country or chop your day. Look, you remember that white boy, um, Remember that white boy went to North Korea and pong yong, pong yong, 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 pong yong, yong, whatever the hell that, uh, the damn, uh, city at in North Korea. That motherfucker went over there and, and start tearing up signs of Kim Jong-un. And you see what they did to that motherfucker? They whooped that motherfucker's ass so damn bad, they had to pick his ass up because they beat the shit out of him so bad that he couldn't even move his legs. To drag his ass to court to face the South North Korean judge. They beat that motherfucker's ass so that white boy, Arthur Wabe, whatever his name is, they beat his ass so damn much by the time they sent his ass back to US, that motherfucker came up dead. Because they were beating the shit out of him. That's what they was doing. They were beating the shit out of him. And he run around on there and try to uh, act the damn fool with the with the leader, with Chairman Ma, uh, Chairman uh, Kim Jong Un, and he, uh, Kim Jong Un like, uh uh-uh, uh, you ain't uh uh-uh, uh, you ain't come with that shit. We gonna fuck you up, and that's what they did. They fucked that boy up, and they sent his ass packing dead. So y'all, y'all fuck around over there. Y'all fuck around in the mother countries talking about America's racist. Yeah, we got racism. American police lock us up. Yeah, they lock us up. But motherfucker, you have a better chance here than the mother countries because the mother countries don't give a fuck about you. You th- they don't got no welfare in Africa. They ain't got no welfare in no Liberia. They ain't got no welfare in Ghana or Nigeria. They say get your motherfucking ass up and work. Or otherwise we're going to throw your motherfucking ass out this damn country. Or we're going to lock your motherfucking ass up and make you work forever, motherfucker. Shit. You take your ass over there. And, and, and see uncle, see if there's government programs over there. See if there's Section 8 up in Nigeria. And see what happens. They'll tell you, they'll give you a dog. They'll say, oh, oh, you want such an eight? Oh, okay, here go. Here, here's a shovel. Get to work. Well, I'm disabled. <laughs> you still talking, ain't you? You still walking? Yeah, then get to work. They don't give a damn about that. They don't give a fuck about you being disabled. They don't care if you mentally ill, motherfucker. You're going to work over there in, uh, in Africa. So go over there and they're like, oh, I'm not going to leave. Now it's nice to visit there. It's nice to have dual citizenship there. But for I'm talking about now, if you're a multi-millionaire, you can do whatever you want. But if you broke as a joke and you talking about America this and America that, I'm moving over there and you still on damn session day, motherfucker, you you are out of pocket. I, I swear, I would love for one of you niggas to go to another country and go somewhere else 
and see how your black ass gonna be treated. See if uh, you can yell in the street. See if you can take your clothes off and yep. see if you can walk around with a bunch of niggas with guns. Mm. Just go to another. Just go to another country mm. and see how you get treated. Just please, yep. please go to another yep. country. I promise you, you niggas will come back over here and kiss every piece of stick, ground, everything around this motherfucker. You motherfuckers retarded, though. I swear, bro. No, it's not retardation, sir. Niggalism is a mental disorder. Niggas have been programmed. Get up every day and look at CNN and all the news and get programmed, get offended, get upset. Communist News Network. And do nothing about it. Oh, man, white people holding me down. If white people holding you down, maybe we, it's, it's 30,000 kids per family. Like, like, take my family, for instance. What if all my brothers didn't sell drugs allegedly back then? What if all of them didn't sell drugs? What if my older brothers actually worked like the Mexican? But hold on now, now, now you said white people holding you down. But then when you run around dancing, singing, and, and, and cooing like a monkey out in the public, they let you do it. it. Then they would they will stop all that all that all that gangster stuff. They will stop you from sagging your pants. They will stop you from from running around half ass naked. They'll have you cover up. Then if the white white man holds your ass down, ain't holding your ass down. Shoot, they let you be you. So then they can they can lock your black ass up and make some money off of you. Dude, so the four that went to prison, what if four people that went to prison, what if all four had a job bringing in income to one house? And then when I turned 14, I wouldn't have had to go get a job. I could have focused on school. Hell, I might have been an astronaut and a no one draft mm-hmm. pick. Steve. I had to go to work. I had to do homework. I had to do all this shit. Yeah. Still was a 3.0. Had to grow fast. And so when Sally Jenkins and all these dumb motherfuckers make, make articles, uh, the people from my hometown, they don't show no hometown love. My transcript is public records. You can look it up. I'm a road student. One of the first of my family signed to go to college. Free. By my hard work. But nobody said nothing about that. You niggas clam up, don't say nothing about that. But when some dumb shit go on, you motherfuckers love it. Oh, I swear, just put your resume, put your grades, put your put your whole life journey, and then put mine. <laughs> and I guarantee you'll stop joking. And I miss my dentist appointment. I'm so mad. But my teeth still look good, though. Thank you, Lord. Yep. Dang, I gotta get my teeth cleaned, though. Carrington Devon Brown. Carrington Devon Brown. Who was that? BP? What the hell are you talking about? I really ain't reading the comments. Yeah, let's send them all to Afghanistan. Damn sure it's send they black ass to Afghanistan. Let them go over there and talk that I'm a real nigga shit. Send all the real niggas over to Afghanistan. Yeah, send them to the Taliban. <laughs> talk about, yeah, nigga, we'll kill you, nigga. Everybody like, oh, 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 oh. Oh, we have RPG, fucker. We'll fuck you up, nigga. Nigga, you become my slave, nigga. Damn. Motherfucking Afghan niggas have you niggas tied to a tree. Hey, you niggas tied to a tree made you some damn slaves just like they doing right now in Libya because y'all them, Obama and them niggas done killed Gaddafi and now they done making y'all black people over there slaves. Stupid, scary motherfucker. Hey, I'm really Trump, hey. Fucking cry, baby. How can a woman respect you if you just coming home crying? 
Yep. If you just coming home saying another man stopping you from doing something, Damn. how can your woman respect you like that? I don't give a fuck if you white, green, black, purple. Ain't no woman gonna respect you. You walking in the house and saying, I ain't got no bread because that man over there stopped me from getting it. <laughs> Who's stopping you from getting it? Your ass. Just like I'm doing right now, sitting on this goddamn phone. I ain't doing nothing. Same thing you niggas do all day. But when I get off this phone, I'm gonna put one foot in front of the other and I'm gonna handle my motherfucking business. I know that they focus on negativity. They just need to they just need to know it from from my mouth. You know, shame need to come back to the world because we got too many people proud of like when I would go into the store, my mom wasn't proud to be on welfare. My mom was somebody's wife. So when she got into the unfortunate situation, my mom, when my dad went to prison, that's what's wrong. A lot of you niggas keep claiming you're real, leaving your kids out here in the street for these women to have to deal with these port workers and all. Because we know what happened when your woman get left alone. Yep. All this strong shit. Yeah, okay. For the news, we'll say that. But we, I know what really go on behind closed doors because I, I was a son in that situation. I saw what happened when my brothers went to prison. I saw the coaches and the niggas start to come around telling me they want to help your son. Yeah, help your son help all right. That's why I told him, nigga, I don't need your help. I'm going to go get a job. Get the fuck out. I know what you're here for. So that shit right there, y'all motherfuckers better start learning. That real nigga shit is destroying you. This I'm so strong shit is destroying you. You better start shutting the fuck up and getting along with people. That's what's wrong with y'all. Every day you wake up for mischief. You wake up to argue and motherfucking fight. And then somebody die. And then everybody, ah! And then half you motherfuckers can't even goddamn be respectful when somebody dead. Mm. It's like, what you here for? What you here for? I don't understand. I know so many grown men still sitting and doing it. I went to high school with some of you niggas. That, that's why, it's so, so if I don't say nothing, it ain't because I'm scared. You all know me. It's because it's like, for what? Why am I going to say something to you when I went to school with you and you up under a goddamn tree? Mm. You waiting on the road to be fixed over there <laughs> or air Street so you get your ass back up under the tree and get access to the tree. Get that lawn chair, nigga. <laughs> why, 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 would I, why would I worry about you? Why would I worry about what you said? That pussy. That's all you niggas worry about. Oh, I'm going to fuck that nigga bitch over there. That's my homeboy, but he think he all there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You see that's why you niggas became slaves for four four times. Y'all niggas became slaves in Egypt. Y'all niggas became slaves in Persia. Y'all niggas came became slaves on the Greek uh, on the Alexander the Great and uh, on the Greco Roman era the empire. And then you became slaves on the New Year Western European Empire. You dumb motherfuckers because that's all y'all care about is trying to fuck somebody else's woman. And that's why God keep putting y'all motherfuckers into slavery. That's why God put a sword in David's ass house because he was too busy trying to fuck somebody's woman. That's the problem with us. We're always trying to fuck somebody's woman. It's like it's like a game to us. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I fucked her. Yeah, yeah. Like some damn conquest or some shit. Then some nigga gonna, some nigga gonna have enough you trying to fucking his wife even though she's a hoe anyway. But that motherfucker gonna come with that fofo and blow your motherfucking brains out and then your motherfucking family be crying like a bunch of motherfucking bitches. I'm happy about having sex. 
At this age, you niggas still getting the jittery bugs about having sex? They gonna get more than the jitterbug. They might, they might get the bug bug or the or the or the or the, or the, or the blue waffle. <laughs> My nigga might get a blue waffle, the blue waffle or or the snow crabs or the or the or the snow crabs. You might get the snow crab. You might get the blue waffle. Might get red lobster up in that motherfucker. He <laughs> might get the bowl up in that bitch. The coronavirus motherfucker. <laughs> Well, then I'm afraid to tell you the type of celebrity women I've been with, and you niggas really wouldn't like me then. Oh, that was me, that was the case, how he get that girl? You niggas really be mad at me then. Because, <laughs> boy, they like country. You ain't had nothing to you have country, but they like country now. But that's a whole other time. But y'all would really be mad at me for real. I might need to do that. I might put my body count up there. Nah, men don't do that. Men don't. Men don't do that. It will, it's one that'll make you motherfuckers want to kill everybody. But anyway, I, I just don't understand why. I'm about to be 38 years old. And have you niggas either my age or older. I don't understand why you niggas sit around and praise vagina. I don't get it. Media. It's not that hard to get. Nope. It ain't at all. It's called $50. <laughs> Hey, it's called fifty dollars. Well, for some, some hell, they might be five bucks. <laughs> yeah, five bucks, bust a nut, pop, wing. You can look at the You can buy it in all shapes and sizes, as long as you can afford a three-five. I'm pretty sure. Ah, yeah. For, uh, hey, for booking information now, for booking information, AK, I'll suck your dick for a hundred dollars. <laughs> email me at uh, email me at sloppy top sixty nine at yahoo dot com. <laughs> crazy, Well, I think I'm done preaching for the day because it's almost sun about to come up in a little bit. I'm always up before the sun up. All right. Well, well, thank you, Mr. Kwame Brown. Now, hold on now. Now, actually, uh, Tommy Sotomayor, well, um, let me see if it's on. And I was on all kind of anti-inflammatories, all kind of things to even walk. My ankle was so big, I couldn't even get out of bed. But you have guys like Stephen A. Smith. Okay, okay. Tommy Sotomayor has Kwame Brown on the on on the live show. So let's listen to some of this. If you would ask Stephen A. Smith, I never came up to him. I never disrespected him. Even when it was some of my guys in the club ready to do him wrong. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's this man's job. But I think what he did was he created uh a lot of little broke, little mean Stephen A. Smith yep. don't get paid to do so, and they're just talking for no reason. Yeah. How do you feel about the state of talking heads today? Because I know a lot of them were saying, I, I really actually appreciate, and I don't know how you feel, um, Kawhi Leonard. I appreciate the fact that he says, I don't really give a crap what y'all say. I'm going to take care of me before I allow you, because I know you did come up in that era where... It didn't matter how hurt you were. They were going to inject you with something they needed you to play. It was we need to do it. But the youngsters today, they are changing it. They're taking their days off. They're making sure their body's right. They're bringing their own trainers. Look at what Tom Brady did. Tom Brady brought his own person in. He's not going to let that uh, the team doctor tell him if he's well or not. How do you feel about the power that they've taken back? Do you think that they've gotten softer, as some of these talking heads are saying? Or do you think this is something that's uh, way past due? 
All I can say is I wish I would have done it. I, I respect all those young guys that are taking care of their bodies. I, I would suggest that each and every last one of them get an outside opinion. I remember when Andrew Bynum did it. You know, they were trying to get him to play on one knee. And his college was on, all this stuff was gone. And he had a guy as a buffer. That's one of the biggest, uh, the biggest things I regret is that I wish I had a male influence. I know a lot of people don't like uh, Lonzo Ball. Or what is his dad's name? LeVar Ball? LeVar. Mm -hmm. LeVar Ball. Uh, people don't get it. That man represents his son. And I hope Lonzo don't fall for the bullshit that they're they trying to do because they don't want a man around anything. Hey, man. Um, you notice how they don't talk about Steph and Seth Curry, how a man who got two young men to the NBA, they highlight in no offense to LeBron and his mom, they highlight his mom show a picture of her in the stands. But if it's my recollection, he did his own thing to get himself to the league, yes, just sir. like I did. Mm -hmm. I paid for my shoes. I paid for everything. But Steph and Seth Curry had a different outcome than I did. Mm -hmm. he, they had a man taking care of that stuff. And they don't highlight enough on what men do. Yeah. Um, people got mad at me when I said, uh, in one of the videos, I got upset. And I said, in, in, in the 9-11, when the Twin Towers got knocked down, there was nothing but men ran into that building. Yep. If you make every person not a man or whatever you want to make them, who's going to defend these women? Who Real men protect women. Who's going to make sure everything is in order? Because you have a man. Yeah, I said that in my movie. I took a I took the shot of um, the men who they had the plaque who not ran in nine eleven and they died. Absolutely, I, I got that from you by the way. That's oh, oh, you said the movie. Absolutely, I got I saw the movie. Thank you, because I, I said that. I said, if you look at this plaque, there's not a female on here, and yet mm -hmm. those same men will come home and they can't even get 50-50 custody of their kids, but they throw mm -hmm. themselves and, and and we die for women. And, and it is crazy that we don't get respect. And it's men like you, it's men like me, it's a lot of the, the men in the pros, it's a lot of men in entertainment. Hell, you look at what they did with Anthony Anderson in the T-Mobile commercial during uh, the Super Bowl. That was a disgusting no, commercial. What do you think when I'm you saw that commercial? I, I was just... You never see a white guy do that. You never see a white guy. Because they saw their daddy work every day. They saw their daddy go make it happen. You don't... Mama's going to hit you... He called, she, his mama called him while he's supposed to be in bed with his wife. No. Night. Hey, mama. It's like, what? And where was she at, though, when she called him? At the club. <laughs> What's your mama doing at the club? Your mama in her 60s. She in her 70s, the left in the 40s, the 50s. She in her 70s at the club. And they will never do commercials like that. They do the Chunky Soup commercials with the black players. It's always yeah. they mama up in there. They mama getting smart like Saquon Barkley mama got the players told when they said something. And it's always, I got to ask, why do you think they continue to show black women in that angry, disruptive way? And why do black women, in your opinion, accept that characterization? Because they got to feel good about something. I think they feel bad. Like I watched my mom cry. She did that front before she got saved. She did that front in front of the world and act like she was all put together when my daddy went to prison. And my daddy was a real nigga. He went to prison for 30-something years. He went to prison when I was five. He just got out. Uh, so uh, I think women put on this front in front of everybody. But I had the unfortunate um, 
sight of seeing my mom cry. I saw her cry all the time when no one was looking. Plies made the song Crying in the Shower, and I think he was absolutely right. And, you know, you can tell I'm one of them kids that got my ass whooped a lot because I talked a lot and I asked a lot of questions. So mama whooped my ass a lot. So I asked too many questions and I saw too many things. And those things I saw let me know that she's human. And I think women feel vulnerable when you see the truth and they don't like it. I think a lot of us don't know how to process that. And I think it turns us into not very good mates. I always tell women, I'm not a very good mate because, one, I didn't see very good relationships at home. And it's hard for me to treat a woman well if the woman who I looked at as my queen, my everything, I saw her get mistreated by by dudes. Then why the hell do you think I'm going to treat some strange woman better than how I saw my mom get treated? So, yeah, I'm going to run through you and I'm going to repeat this cycle because I almost don't know how to have a solid loving relationship with a woman because I didn't see it. But then I started to realize, I think a lot of us black people, I want your opinion on that. Do you think a lot of us just can't make relationships work because we never saw a working relationship? All we saw was dysfunction? No, I think a lot of us, uh, like, the reason why I think men should be around is because when I was 11 years old, I had a 17-year-old girlfriend. And when that 17-year-old girlfriend wanted to have sex with me, my 22-year-old brother said, you better have sex with her. So then they put me in a room and tried to make me out. I'm 11 years old. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> so you, you put me in a room and say, are you gay? You, you better have sex with this girl. And a lot of times, a lot of situations are forced upon young black men. Like like I said, I got picked on for reading. I got picked on for doing. I got picked on for being a virgin. A lot of things, we pick on people for doing the right thing. But don't you think that's the dysfunction of us not knowing? Because when I was 10 years old, there was a girl who was 25 years old who literally pushed me down on the couch, pulled my pants down, started giving me oral sex, and tried to have sex with me. I'm 10 years old. All I want to do is watch He-Man. I knew nothing about sex. I ended up running out of house. I told that story as a 33-year-old man. When I was 33, I told that story first time publicly. Do you know the majority of men told me I was a faggot because I didn't like it? My brother told me that. <laughs> My brother laughed at me when I told him that a girl, uh, I was saying, yeah, 11 years old, a girl pushed me to the gate, made me suck her titties, do all that. She was a big old woman, too. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> she did all that kind of stuff, but uh, I won't say her name, but she know who she is. She's still around. She made me do all It was two of them, too. Two big blocks. <laughs> <laughs> two big money blocks. It's like, my brothers laughed at me, and it's like, nigga, like, I didn't know, I didn't know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. And, and that happens all the time. But I will say, when my father was in the home, it was structure. Thank now, you. I don't give a damn how tall you were. If you were old enough to put your arm out like this, he had you carrying some wood. He had you doing something involved in work because he let you know you can't stay here free. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times little kids see their mamas laying around on couches not doing anything. Everything's still paid for. Everything's still taken care of, and you can't you can't let little boys see that. That's the worst thing you do is let young men see that because they don't know the ideal of what. Hmm. That this is really sad, ladies and gentlemen. We got Kwame Brown on here, former number one draft pick in the NBA. Now, let me ask you. I know you. I heard you talk about the one and done people. 
How do you feel about one and done versus going straight to the NBA? Because I honestly think they don't have a problem with uh, white boys when they go straight to the um, when they go straight to Major League Baseball out of high school. They never try to stop that. They don't stop the tennis players, which is mostly white. They don't try to stop the hockey players, which is mostly white. Why do you feel about the one and done? Do you believe they should let more players do like you, or do you think college is necessary? Well, they're about to let that. They're about to lift that ban because they can't make that excuse no more. Your your, your top players are guys out of high school, yep. <laughs> or even one and done guys. I mean, they didn't learn nothing going to school for six months. What was he doing on campus for six months? Getting drunk and having sex. <laughs> <laughs> the basketball part is going to take care of itself. Yep. You know, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a release. What happened with me in my book? Like I, I like I said, I never complained. I never did none of that. But mm-hmm. you've never been the number one pick with the minutes I played and the things that I've. In the situations that I've been in, they're, they're unique situations. So to say that I'm something that has never been able to be measured up against something else is is weird. I don't think I can ever would have would have measured up to somebody's uh, uh, goalpost that they set for me for being a number one pick. Because all right, folks, uh, we're running out of power, battery power. And we're running right about out of time. I'm sorry about that. But if y'all want to continue to listen to the interview with Tommy Sotomayor and Kwame Brown, it's called Former Number One NBA Draft Pick. Kwame Brown goes one-on-one with Tommy Sotomayor on the state of the black people. And it's under the Tommy Sotomayor Back in Action channel on YouTube. If you want to listen, it's very interesting. Uh, email me at jackradioshow1 at gmail.com. Also, want to donate cash app dollar sign CSN fork six paypal.me slash tired during two eleven streamlabs.com slash highborn. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about what we have discussed, email me at jack radio show number one at gmail.com. Hey, you are you ready? Grab your pack, grab your tent, grab your gear, jump in. We're going on an adventure in Arizona. There's so much to see, so much to experience. At GCU, adventure is never too far away. Offering over 200 academic programs with a Christian worldview and nestled in the heart of Phoenix, you can earn your degree in fewer than four years and explore everything Arizona has to offer. Find your purpose at GCU. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash azroadtrip. Eddie Thompson came to Arvest Bank looking for a new checking account. Let's hear what happens. So, Eddie, that's my blue checking. With free blue checking, you get e-statements, access to our Arvest Go app. Wait, by free, you mean it's free for the first six months or something? No, no, it's actually free. But what about monthly fees? Nope, no monthly service fees. Wow, that's really... Helpful? Very helpful. Free yourself from monthly fees with free blue checking. Arvest Bank, ready to help. 